Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to Sound Prince for the week of Sunday, May 28, 2023. The Kentucky School for the Blind held its graduation ceremonies on Tuesday, May 23, and the following press release was issued by the Kentucky Department of Education. Kentucky School for the Blind celebrates nine Class of 23 graduates. From the Kentucky Department of Education, May 24, 2023. A picture of Two male students of the Kentucky School for the Blind high-five each other before receiving their diplomas. Alex Hitzelberger and Corey Wallace were presented their diplomas from the Kentucky School for the Blind on May 23. They were saying goodbye to a school they had attended since they started kindergarten in 2009. When Corey Wallace and Alex Hitzelberger were presented their diplomas from the Kentucky School for the Blind on May 23. They were saying goodbye to a school they had attended since they started kindergarten in 2009. The two were part of a graduating class of nine students in an emotional ceremony that celebrated their success and resiliency. Melanie Kraft, Wallace's mother, expressed how important it was to enroll her son in a school that would be accommodating for his needs. Quote, he lost both eyes to cancer, she said, so I thought it would be best for him to be there. It was KSB that just put a smile on his face. While at KSB, Wallace was a member of the track team and participated in the school's Bill Roby games. He was also a part of a percussion group in the music department and has been playing the piano for several years. He was also part of the KSB work program and has worked at Lynn's Cafe at the American Printing House for the Blind. Brandy Hitzelberger, Alice Hitzelberger's mother, said it was overwhelming to reflect on the impact KSB has had on her son. I want other kids to go there and good things to happen to them as well. Because they, KSB, have been so good to us, she said. He achieved so much that I would love for other kids to have that opportunity to develop and the success that he has had. While at KSB, Alex Hitzelberger was a member of the track team and was part of the work cooperative. He is employed at Palo Salon and the food pantry at Simpsonville Christian Church. He also participated in the expanded core curriculum camp with the Deafblind Project for three summers and is a member of Simpsonville Christian Church. After graduation, he plans to live at home and continue to work at Palo Salon. Brandy Hitzelberger believes her son's success is due to the attention he received at KSB with its small family-like community. I don't want to say he wouldn't have gotten that from another school. I'm sure he could have, she said. But I really think that being surrounded by a whole school that knows him and being able to communicate with each other, it's just different. As part of KSB's graduation ceremony, 
It is tradition for the graduates to give out roses to the people who meant the most to them during their high school journey. There was not a dry eye in the room as the students gave out their roses. Nine students graduated from the Kentucky School for the Blind on May 23 in a ceremony attended by KSB staff, family, and community members, and Education Commissioner Jason E. Glass. Aside from Hitzelberger and Wallace, there were seven other graduates. Here are their stories. Caleb Adams. Caleb Adams of Shelbyville has been a student at KSB since 2017, starting in the seventh grade. He has been active in the music department, has played piano for more than five years, and was a part of the percussion ensemble at KSB. This summer, Adams is planning on getting everything he needs to do his dream job, which is to create content related to building things and sharing his love of Legos. Faith Cook Faith Cook of Louisville started as a part of the KSB short course program during her ninth grade year and went to KSB full-time at the beginning of her senior year. She was a part of the school's work program and has worked at McDonald's. Cook also participated in the summer work program and was employed at Kentucky Kingdom, where she continued to work this fall. She also was in the music program at KSB, where she played piano. Cook plans to live on her own after graduation and find employment through the Charles W. McDowell Center for the Blind in Louisville. She hopes to work at the registration desk in a hospital setting. Eric Echeverria Eric Echeverria of Louisville has been a full-time student at KSB since 2014, starting in the third grade. He was a shared placement student at Central High School, Jefferson County, for the past four years. Echeverria was part of the work program at KSB, working at the American Printing House for the Blind as a Braille proofreader. For the past two years, he has also participated in the Insight Program, a post-secondary preparation program housed at Moorhead State University. It's dedicated to promoting college and career readiness for students who are blind or visually impaired. After graduation, Echeverria plans to live at home and attend classes at Jefferson Community and Technical College, JCTC. After he has completed his associate degree, he plans to transfer to Indiana University Southeast to pursue a bachelor's degree and become a Spanish interpreter. London Henry London Henry of Louisville has been a student at KSB since 2015, when he started in the fifth grade. He was a shared placement student at Central High School, Jefferson County. Henry was involved in athletics while at KSB, playing goalball, the most popular team sport for the blind and visually impaired. He was also a member of the percussion ensemble and choir. He participated in the Insight program at Moorhead State University for the past two years. He also has participated in the KSB summer work program 
at the Louisville Zoo and plans to work at Kentucky Kingdom this summer. He was a part of the work program at KSB and currently works for Kroger. After graduation, Henry will be living in Louisville and attending JCTC and then plans to transfer to Indiana University Southeast to study medicine or dentistry. Tamaya Jordan Tamaya Jordan of Frankfurt has been a student at KSB since starting the 10th grade in 2020. She also has been a shared placement student at Central High School, Jefferson County. Jordan was an active member of the KSB athletics program, participating in both track and cheerleading, was a part of the work program at KSB, and currently works as a student ambassador for the Blind Schools Collective. Jordan received the Rotary Club of Louisville's Unsung Hero Award and has been accepted at the University of Kentucky, where she plans to major in merchandising, apparel, and textiles. John Tay Moore John Tay Moore of Louisville has been a student at KSB since the 6th grade in 2016. He was a member of the KSB goalball team, cheerleading squad, and bowling team. He participated in the KSB percussion ensemble and choir, as well as the Insight program at Moorhead State University. Moore is participating in the KSB work program this summer and helping to work at Kentucky Kingdom. Upon graduation, he plans to attend JCTC and study history. Aaron Willoughby Aaron Willoughby of Elizabethtown has been a student at KSB since 8th grade in 2019. She has been a part of the work program at KSB and currently works at the Kentucky School for the Blind Charitable Foundation. She also was part of the KSB Summer Work Program and was employed at Kentucky Kingdom. Willoughby participated in the PATH program through the McDowell Center and was a member of the school's string ensemble and percussion ensemble. Upon graduation, she plans to attend the Carl Perkins Vocational Training Center in Thelma, Kentucky, and study to become an office tech. There's a picture of Jason E. Glass speaking at the podium while Kentucky School for the Blind graduates sit behind him. Education Commissioner Jason E. Glass speaks at the 2023 graduation on May 23. Registration is now open for the ACP convention. It is important to register whether you participate in the virtual activities, in the in-person programming in Schaumburg, or in both. This year, ACB is electing officers, and the Candidates Forum is on June 14 on Zoom and ACB Media. The Summer Auction is on Saturday, June 17, and the convention officially opens on June 19. Throughout the week, through June 24, on Zoom and ACB Media, there will be ACB General Sessions, Special Interest Affiliate Meetings, Tech Sessions, Programs on Different Topics, a virtual exhibit hall, and fun-filled events. 
the Hybrid Convention Week with tours, exhibits, meetings and programs and social events kicks off on Friday, June 30 in Schaumburg, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago, and runs through Friday, July 7. Some of the Schomburg events will be on Zoom and ACB Media, but many will be in-person only and podcasted after the convention. Pre-registration for the convention is $35 per person for ACB members, $50 for non-members, and is available through June 16. Once registration opens in Schomburg, the fee is $45 for members and $60 for non-members. The Kentucky Council of the Blind wants our members to take part in the National Convention. KCB will reimburse the $35 pre-registration fee to any member who registers for the convention. Reimbursements will be paid by check following the close of the convention. For any KCB member who goes to Schomburg, KCB will pay up to seven nights in the hotel based on double occupancy, two people in a room. To take advantage of this offer, you must contact KCB by June 5 so we can make your reservation for you. Call us at 502-895-4598. Make sure you get all the latest news and details about the convention by subscribing to the ACB convention list. Send a blank email message to ACB convention plus sign subscribe at acblists.org. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind invites you to its social hour each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time on its Zoom line. Join the call by dialing 669-900-6833 and enter the code 763-689-4411. The passcode, should you need it, is 25852. There's been an important change in the roundabout schedule for June. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will be holding its June bingo this coming Friday, June 2, instead of on June 16. Bingo will be hybrid, with in-person activities from 4 until 9 p.m. at United Crescent Hill Ministries, 150 South State Street in Louisville, and virtual on Zoom from 7 to 9 p.m. We'll have dinner at 5 and a bargain table at 6. Be sure to make return rides between 9 and 9.15 p.m. And remember to call ahead if you want to order a carry-up. The Zoom number to join virtually is 669-900-6833 and the code is 862-9889-6972. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will hold its June business meeting on the KCB Zoom line on Wednesday, June 7 at 8 p.m. The meeting is open and all are welcome. We are highlighting the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana this week on page 2. GDUKI's guest speaker for May was a representative from Roughware, a company that specializes in products for dogs. Roughware has a special division of products, particularly for guide dogs. This was an excellent presentation, and we hope you will find it to be as interesting as we did. Page 2. I'm Terry Turlaw. Uh, I'm from Louisville, Kentucky, and I have a golden retriever guide dog named Pauline from the Seeing Eye in New Jersey. We are honored and delighted to have with us tonight Mark Pickard with us. He, he is the 
a channel sales manager for Roughware and is going to talk with us about products that Roughware has that uh, are of use, that can be of, of use and value to us as service dog um, handlers. So, uh, Mark, please feel free to tell us anything about what you do for Roughware and then start in your, in your own way. Uh, to do your presentation. Well, thank you uh, all so much. And uh, Terry, thank you for reaching out and uh, getting me all scheduled here. Um, I really appreciate everybody uh, making the time and uh, for having me. And just a little bit about um, myself. I came on board with Roughware back in February. Uh, I am, uh, as Terry mentioned, the channel sales manager. So I work exclusively with what we just broadly define as our working dog uh, channel. So that is working with uh, schools and different organizations. Our specialized product line. Um, so this is all product that we sell um, specifically towards um, guide and service uh, dogs. So this is um, really different than something that you have uh, from our kind of what we would call our main line. Um, Roughware makes all sorts of different dog equipment. Um, and my role is specific to this uh, section of our business. So I'm 100% focused on working with uh, customers and uh, organizations. So I'm really grateful to be here um, to, to speak with all of you. I'm gonna walk you through a little bit of like what our product offering is that I think would be of interest. And then certainly uh, if we have time, uh, I'd love to do my best to answer any questions uh, people might have. That sounds like a good way to go. All right. Well, um, I think to start off, there's a couple of uh, things. We'll kind of start with some of the small ones, um, and then we'll kind of gradually get into some of our other offerings. But one of our most popular items that we have, and it's kind of one of our small items, is called our Audible Beacon. Um, and what the Audible Beacon is, is, is a safety light um, that also has an auditory response to it. So it uh, makes sounds for when it's powered on or off. Uh, and as well as will cue when it is reaching any low power. Um, it's completely waterproof, has a silicone mount, and it's rechargeable through a USB cable. Um, it has a red light uh, that goes through a translucent shell. So it's just a really nice safety item. Uh, it's very nice visibility in low light conditions. And you know because it's a universal mount, it really attaches to guide dog harnesses and handles and canes uh, really well. So it gives it a nice added versatility. Um, this is one of our smaller uh, but very popular items. We, um, this has been an ask and been really happy with the response here. Um, it's a very nice, easy to use uh, safety feature. And uh, it's been a really, really nice thing to have in our line. In addition to that, um, we also have a couple other items that we make to uh, complement existing uh, guide dog harnesses. So we have a guide dog sign and a guide dog pouch. Uh, both of these um, are great for carrying small essentials and will fit most uh, existing guide dog harnesses. So this has been a big ask from the community um, for having just some nice kind of go-to practical items that uh, are useful for carrying just all these small items that we all um, carry around with us in our day-to-day. -day. 
and the fact that this is a universal fit, so we find that this really works well. Um, just, we sell a lot of these to our uh, guide dog schools and partners. Um, what many of those will be customized printing, but it's just a really nice, handy item to have for all of those everyday essentials. Um, could you, Mark, describe a little bit about the size of the pouch and, and what the signs typically say? Yeah, absolutely. So um, the pouch is a four and a half by uh, four by two inch uh, size. So not particularly large, but it's just a um, really nice, just kind of size for hands, little small things. Uh, this is made out of a uh, abrasion resistant material that's also water repellent. Um, so this will uh, fit right on an existing harness. Uh, and then there's a very nice uh, internal key hook as an organizer. Mm -hmm. So everything within the pocket doesn't just kind of all fall to the mm -hmm. bottom. You have a little bit of organization there. So it makes things a little easier to find. Um, as you mentioned, all of these, because these are specific to our partners uh, with uh, schools and organizations, uh, these are all being printed uh, with a custom logo for them. So, mm -hmm. for example, if it's mm -hmm. Guide Dogs for America, we work with them with their artwork, and that gets printed on there. So it's a, a nice way to kind of, uh, you know, advertise a little bit or, you know, celebrate, rather, um, mm -hmm. the organization mm -hmm. that's doing all of this great uh, training. I think seeing I uses those too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, these have been these have been very uh, popular. We have a number of uh, groups that, that utilize this, mm -hmm. and it's nice to have sort of two sizes. So the uh, sign um, is a little bit bigger, so it's uh, it will clearly identify uh, that this is a working dog. It has that same uh, water resistant, abrasion resistant. Uh, uh, materialization and then a nice kind of easy to use zipper pull across the top mm -hmm. so once again you get some nice um, added you know storage and this does have a reflective trim as well so nice thing about that is you know it gives you again low light conditions and we also include a loop on there that attaches with the audible beacon that I was mentioning Ooh. earlier so oh, nice. they all kind of work together nicely mm -hmm. which uh, we really like always like it when that mm -hmm. happens. Can individuals purchase these items? I, I know they can purchase the Audible Beacon, um, yeah. but can individuals purchase the signs or the pouches, or do those only come through schools? But right now, these uh, products are only available through schools, uh, and these schools are ADI or IGPF certified members. Mm -hmm. uh, however, we are... Um, you know, I was actually just had meetings this morning, and we are looking at, um, you know, as you can imagine, one of our biggest concerns is making sure that we're getting uh, all of these items into the hands of, of the right people. Um, and we do recognize that, you know, by having to go through schools, um, it can be a challenge, especially also if things maybe need to be replaced. Uh, you know, life happens, things get lost, things, uh, you know, eventually break. So we are looking right now, and this is a task that I've been, you know, uh, leveled with is, is creating a way that we can find a, a way to make these available for individuals. Um, I don't have all of the details on that just yet because I mentioned I did just come on uh, at the start of the year, but this is something that uh, we are looking at because, you know, our, our mission here is to make sure that this is available to, to the people who need it, um, and we do want to support the community uh, as much as we can. So I am hopeful that this is something we can um, 
create a system for. And I would love to, when we uh, get that in place, uh, to come back and, and provide you all the details on that okay. because I do think that would be a, a big benefit for everyone. Okay. Um, I just noticed that we took a raised hand. What I'd like to do is wait for Mark to get to a point in his presentation when we will open up for questions. Next up, we have our guide dog leash, um, which is another kind of just very simple, uh, but really uh, frequently requested item. And what our guide dog leash is, is a dual position guide dog leash with an adjustable length. Uh, so it works and integrates really well with any sort of existing uh, guide dog handle. So we know some users like to have both. Uh, this leash features a padded handle and a lightweight webbing, so it's really comfortable. And it's very, very strong. Um, uses very easy to use slide release buckles. Um, Excuse me, really I'm sorry, are you talking about a leash or a harness? So this is actually a leash oh, that can leash. be used with okay. an existing harness. Okay. Um, you know, one bit of feedback that we've gotten over the years is there's a number of different requests from users. Um, some would like to have this, so this is a shorter adjustable leash. Okay. Um, so mm -hmm. it just allows it to work with an existing harness or lead if people uh, desire that. Uh, but we do also have our own uh, special uh, guide harness, which I was actually just going to get into, which is our Unifly. Um, so just as with a lot of our existing harness technologies, uh, one thing that's a big pride for Roughwear is we design all of these items to, you know, really work with the dog. And we design everything from the ground up from the dog's perspective. Uh, that includes lots of prototyping, lots of different fitting, uh, and in ways that we really like these uh, vests to work. We've been really, really pleased with the success of our inline and of main daily use harnesses. Um, and there's a big, you know, request for us to, to see what we could do for an actual uh, guide harness in this uh, harness and handle system. So a two-part uh, system that we offer, uh, again, to uh, ADI or IGDF member organizations and schools. Uh, and what makes this unique is utilizing some of our lighter weight, more athletic, uh, outdoor-inspired materials that you find from our inline product. But what we have done here is created a system that really allows the guide dog's movement to have enhanced feedback through the handle. Um, it's more than just a standard harness. It's a really great live line of communication. One thing that we've really found from users that have used the Unifly is that you can feel a lot of these subtle nuances mm -hmm. in the in the dog's movement. Uh, so you get that enhanced feedback exchange. Mm -hmm. um, this utilizes an internal harnessing on the uh, harness itself, or framing rather, and it has a single hand rotational handle that um, connects and integrates directly with the harness itself. So it's a single point of attachment. Uh, it's very lightweight. And the other nice thing is that the handle is adjustable to different um, size and positioning. So there isn't any sort of fixed sizing. This handle easily adjusts um, and allows this to really fine tune how it fits and how it uses. Uh, that has been a big part of what has been very uh, exciting about the Unifly. So it does have this really nice um, ability to fit many, many different users, uh, and that's been a big point of pride for us. Mm -hmm.
And then rounding us out, um, we also do have our kind of more uh, general, uh, which we would call our uh, ID vests. So we have two of these. We have um, a what we call our access ID, which features uh, labeling on the vest itself, uh, as well as a slot that denotes uh, working dog. Um, we have one, this full feature of the access ID also uh, utilizes magnetic uh, side adjust buckles. So they're very easy on, easy off. You just pull a tab and it pops right off when uh, the uh, working day is done. Uh, and then we also have a stripped down kind of lighter weight version of that that forgoes the ID window. Um, still contains the uh, features of the others. So it has two side pockets. Uh, but then also this utilizes a standard uh, side release buckle. So we have a couple of different options here. Some organizations like this lighter weight one because it also features more space to print so you can put bigger logos on it. Um, it really is just designed to offer a variety of choice uh, mm -hmm. depending on what the need is. And again, these only go to um, authorized service dog uh, programs. Right. That's correct, yeah. and um, it, for the time being, um, as yeah. mentioned, you know, and we are working on a program to uh, avail these to individuals. Um, so I am hopeful uh, that we will be able to get that uh, program up and running, uh, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, I, the, the my only concern about that is that there, you would have to have a way of vetting those individuals to make sure that they are authentic service dog users. Otherwise, it would promote the problem of having people um, pass their dogs off, their untrained dogs off. As yes, that's exactly what our biggest concern is <laughs> yeah. as well. Mm -hmm. and that's why we haven't been able to do it uh, to mm -hmm. date. You know, it is an ongoing challenge and you know, it, we're, we're very grateful to have the partners uh, with the organizations and schools that we have. Um, we do want to figure out a way to where we can get this uh, and incorporate some sort of vetting process to where we allow individuals uh, just because, you know, as I mentioned, sometimes it is hard, um, whether it be location, whether it be, you know, timing where maybe something gets breaks or people need to replace it quick. We want to have a way that we can do this. Um, I, I think that there is a way forward for us to do that, but it, be assured, you know, it is something that we know we have to do our homework on and get right because we are just as concerned about uh, people passing okay. off um, yeah. dogs that are, are not uh, intended to be so. Do you have some other things that you were thinking of talking about? And if not, I wonder if you might want to talk about some of the more general roughware products such as portable bowls or, you know, raincoats or other dog-related products. Different. Yeah, there are different questions I have about harnesses as well, not necessarily even for service mm -hmm. dogs. Yeah. Yeah, but of course. Things too. Yeah. So we have a um, very wide uh, product line, uh, Brett, and, you know, the, the bulk of our products actually, um, you know, are what, what actually is, you know, kind of... Um, cordoned off for, for schools and organizations is actually a, a relatively small part of our product line. Really where Roughware has gotten, you know, it's started where, you know, I think most people uh, probably know us from or, or from one of two things is our uh, collapsible water bowls, which is really the, the product that started this whole company back in the 90s, um, which is just a, a really nice, durable water repellent, fully collapsible water bowl. Uh, it's very lightweight. 
um, and just super handy. I mean, anybody who has a dog, uh, whether you're, you know, be spending a lot of time outdoors or just for everyday use, these are incredibly handy devices to have and really solve the problem, particularly if you're on the go, of being able to get your dog water in a, in a way that's actually, you know, easy to use. So we have uh, our quencher is the name of our bowl, our most, you know, kind of iconic style. Uh, but in addition to that, you also will have a full product range of uh, harnesses. So we have everything from a kind of just general daily use lightweight harnesses to ones that are designed for uh, trail running with your dog, ones that are designed for hiking and camping with your dogs. Really, uh, if there's you know a dog that's getting out there, um, Roughware intends to to be uh, you know the company that can support all of that connection. <laughs> um, we're really proud of the connection between humans and dogs in whatever capacity it is. You know, part of our, our motto is that every dog is an explorer. So we want to make sure <laughs> that we have, uh, yeah, they really are, whether you want them to or not sometimes. <laughs> but um, it is a, a really great range. Um, same sort of goes with our leashes uh, and collars. We have a variety of different um, designs, everything from uh, Margindale uh, designs to your kind of more standard. These are all built with really great high-quality textiles that uh, are built to last. Um, and a lot of the times we're utilizing custom hardware that's, uh, again, focused on being easier to use uh, and more durable and more comfortable. In addition to all of those, we also make uh, an increasing amount of other gear and wearables for dogs, uh, including our very popular uh, cooling gear, which we call the Swamp Harness. So what's really nice about these is it's been really an increasingly popular category for us in some of the warmer climates um, to where these uh, we have everything from a, a full vest to a uh, integrated harness, as well as a neck gaiter for dogs to wear. And what these are comprised of is a mesh with a uh, open cell foam. So you actually submerge these and get them wet. When the dog puts this on, it allows them to actually benefit from evaporative cooling as if they're sweating like we do. Mm -hmm. um, because as we you know most know, that's not really how dogs uh, you know cool themselves. But um, I think if you've ever been to a, a hot climate with your dog, I mean, I know I've had this experience before where they can get uncomfortable uh, if they're out there for a long time. And the swamp cooler baths really really do work. Um, so they've been a, a huge benefit in those kind of hotter climates. Um, and it's a area, a growing area uh, of our product line. And you have really adorable yeah. boots too. Yes. Uh, so another one <laughs> that you know, you know, as I you know work primarily as I mentioned with schools and organizations, but um, you know our our boots are available to everyone. But that's a very frequent uh, popular item that we have. Mm -hmm. um, the same same uh, environments too. A lot of the desert Southwest where it gets really really hot. Think like those hot concretes. Uh, all of these uh, people really enjoy utilizing our boots uh, to give their dogs uh, some added protection. And we, of course, you know, have to round that out with um, all sorts of fun everyday things. Uh, we have uh, lots of different uh, beds and pads, uh, oh. toys, durable uh, toys for dogs to play with and enrich their life. Um, all of them, you know, of course, you know, designed from the ground up here uh, in Oregon, where we're headquartered. 
Um, and, you know, something that we are just really proud to have. You know, I think the, the fun thing about this is that all of these designers do such a great job really interacting with dogs uh, and, and creating stuff that's really going to benefit dogs uh, as well as their human companions. Would you like to open up for questions at this point, or would you prefer to do anything yeah, else I, before we do that? I would love to answer some questions. Let's open it up, and um, okay. I'll do my absolute best. My name is Cassandra, and um, I'm a, a GDB user. Um, I have quite a few of your products, but how do we tell if we've already signed up as a GDB user on your website, or is this something that the schools do to... Um, get some of these things and because um, I, I would really love a running harness like my lead harness is great but we have a really wide trail um, we moved to uh, Cheyenne, Wyoming and it gets oh. hot here mm-hmm. so we have some yeah. of your we have some of your um, the booties where he can spread his foot out a little better and he's got the uh, cooling um, vest, which I really love. Um, and it just goes, uh, we kind of put two little holes in the top of it so that I could shove the handle through it. But um, it, it fits really nicely over it. And um, I'm interested in that uh, net gator thing. I did see it on your website. And then for the items that work with um, guide dog harnesses, is there any sort of note on the website to give us a hint? Yeah, so there's, uh, I think, first of all, um, great question. And and thank you so much for, uh, I love hearing that you're uh, having so much uh, success with some of our stuff. So I think it's a two-part answer from from my end. one is that for anybody here, for any of our open kind of just, you know, inline products that you find on roughware.com, if you navigate uh, on our page, so which is just www.roughware.com, um, you can go into the About section and there is a program. Uh, you'll see a link come up when you click there that just says Pro Purchase. Uh, it's a little bit, you know, maybe counterintuitive because it's right underneath our link that says working dogs but if you click on pro purchase uh, there's a simple web form that just uh, asks you to kind of give us its basic information like contact information and then a little bit about your um, your application which in all of your case would be you know um, you know I as a dog handler uh, or recipient and that will actually allow you, uh, it's good for one year, but it gives you a program that allows you to purchase uh, for 40% off. Um, and I actually am the admin for this, so if you um, come through, if you fill out an application, I'm also the person that approves you. So um, I would be happy, of course, for anybody here, uh, and encourage anybody to please sign up because that will allow you to purchase uh, inline wear products, so any of the things that we were just mentioning. Uh, at a really nice discount. Um, and then for uh, working with schools in org, um, we have a similar link. It just says working dogs. Um, or, you know, I also deal with a lot of uh, personal referrals. So if uh, there's an organization that you uh, have worked with that you think would be interested in being in touch, um, before we um, leave this call, I'll make sure to share all of my contact information. Um, they're more than welcome to contact me directly. 
tassel, your hand is raised. I love your Corlex. I have boots, socks, the, you know, high boots, raincoats, uh, winter coats for my dog. The only thing I can't get from you is a harness to run with my dog. We have that new our new running harness. So, uh, which school uh, was your dog from? Uh, pilot dogs. Okay. And his, this is my third dog, and for all my dogs, my first dog passed away at 15. My second dog passed away at eight. I'm working my third dog from Pilots. They told me that you wouldn't sell them, only guiding eyes. So um, that's something that I will have to do a little bit of uh, my own research on. Um, okay. As I mentioned from the top, um, I you know came on board for this role back in February. So um, I've worked um, with Guiding Eyes. I have I recognize pilot dogs, so uh, I'll be happy to uh, reach out to them um, and see if I can help them out. I noticed, Linda, that you have your hand raised. What I'm looking for is um, is a a a bag to a, a closable, you know, kind of very, very much closable bag in which to carry poop. <laughs> so I'm no. yeah. find a, um, you know, find a waste bag, uh, you know, uh, uh, some place to deposit. I mean, it could be even, you know, sometimes you don't find one on route. You may stick it in your pack to get, get home you know or something. You are in yes, luck. No. We have a we have a product on roughwear.com. Uh, it is called the Packout Bag. Um, that we uh, is designed for this exact uh, reason. And and also this is this is a hugely. I I would love this to be the number one thing uh, that people pick up from us one day because yeah, it's important. Um, I think uh, everybody wants to, to be able to make sure that we're doing that. So um, this is called the Packout Bag, and it's uh, a really nice, just um, easy to use. It opens up wide, and it has an integrated clip. Uh, we also make this bag very easy to clean uh, and to make it uh, odor-resistant. So we're really awesome. happy about this. Um, I would Will it attach to, to the harness, to the Unifly harness? You know what? I bet that we could probably get this to attach to a harness. We, right now, in where we designed this, uh, because this is a general purpose, was to sure. be clippable to any sort of, um, you know, kind of a, a loop or a belt. So this should sure. be able to integrate with a harness pretty simply. Mm. Okay. Well, I'll take it as is. It's just be nice not, not to be so obvious what you're mm -hmm. carrying in your hand or, or to be able to attach it in some way so that it, um, you've because yeah. you can almost end up using two hands, one for giving commands and you know, treats and mm -hmm. whatever, and the other for holding the harness. So yeah. you got to do, do something with that. I didn't even mention this earlier, but, you know, if you ever have, you know, feedback for, for us on any of our gear, too, um, whatever it is, you know, I, I always want to hear that. And, you know, same, I'll be sure to share my contact. But, you know, I love getting user feedback uh, because you'd be amazed that sometimes even what people might think is a, a small bit of feedback can really have sure. big implications for improvement. So uh, I love hearing uh, suggestions like that. This is a tag on to that question because I was looking for something like this too. My name is Barbara. Now, now how, what kind of clip again is it? It, it? it may or may not attach to the harness. Is that what you said? 
Yeah, so it wasn't designed specifically to connect to our harness, but what this does have is it has a double pass-through loops and then a, um, uh, a comp- like a composite material clip. So it does work really well on sort of any sort of like webbing or flat uh, surface to clip to. So there <laughs> will be a point on many harnesses that this should be able to integrate with. And again, if not, this is also something to wear. This could be something that we could refine further uh, to make it integrate fully with one of our harnesses. Absolutely. That, this is great. Okay, thanks. I can yeah. speak from experience with this product because I have purchased it. And um, as I recall, I have clipped it onto one of the little waist belts that is um, that, that has the clips like on a fanny pack, only it's just a belt. And it really is odor resistant. Um, I think like many of us, I've been known to have this substance in a plastic bag in my pocket and I have to run into a supermarket and it's like, oh, please. (laughs) So this is a, it's really a nice product. So this is Kathy, Mm -hmm. and I have a a quick question. I know you have all kinds of different harnesses, and I have a dog who probably I've basically retired from working in on the streets. Okay. And my question is, uh, and and I've worked with this with the school I go to a lot, and Terry can attest. <laughs> anyway, um, I have a question. I know that some people run around with these like these harnesses. They're not leashes. They're harnesses that are supposed to really keep a dog from lunging. And I mm-hmm. wonder if you could talk about that or if you all carry such a thing. Yeah, so I would say in general, um, most of our harnesses are kind of designed in a way, I mean, there's you know some exception for, say, maybe something like a, a cooling vest. Uh, which is really less structural, uh, but, you know, works in tandem with one of our other harnesses. But we generally have found that they work well uh, as alternatives to standard collars for uh, dogs that have a tendency to lunge, um, largely just because you can really adjust these down. And most of them will also feature two different attachment points, so they can attach from either the top, so think between sort of the dog's shoulders, or from the front in the center of the chest. So it gives some options there that help with uh, controlling uh, a dog when they, if they are, are prone to doing that. Um, we don't have one specifically meant as a like anti-lunge harness. Um, a lot of that will depend a little bit about how much retention you want. Um, we have you know some that are, for example, you know. Um, have four points of, uh, of contact. So you have more adjustment, more security. Um, this also might have like a load lifting handle. So that's a really nice feature to have to where if you want to keep it, uh, keep your dog a little bit closer, it's easier to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that would be probably my starting suggestion for, for lunging. Um, we, where we do get into some of the more specialized for, you know, dogs is, uh, with our collars. Uh, we have some, you know, Martindale designs that are uh, very good to have for, 
you know, dogs that are really prone to slipping their collars. Uh, we make that both in a chain as well as just a webbing version. So again, depending what uh, what people are after. This is another one where that um, guide dog leash that I mentioned earlier has, has come in to be quite popular because you can adjust it down to quite a short length. So it might not be a, a perfect solution, but we have found that it is like a really nice added security um, measure or a added measure of just retention uh, that's a little bit easier to use. Hmm. Okay, thanks. Hi, this, this yeah. is Linda, I have another question. Um, we, I was in New York City yes, on Saturday and it rained all day. And you know, um, I... And it was, yet it was warm, so a raincoat might have been too warm, you know. Um, I guess what I'm asking is, do you have any any like quick dry, really lightweight towels that one can carry in a bag in a pack? Yeah, so we have a couple options there, um, and you know it's so funny to hear you say that because I run into the same issue as a person to where um, I mm-hmm. get very uncomfortably warm when I wear rain jackets in yes. uh, warm conditions. So I, I know uh, I know the feeling. Um, as far as towels, we have one that's pretty interesting. That is a, a wearable towel that we call uh, dirt bag. Um, so the dirt bag dog drying <laughs> towel. Um, it's probably the only thing is I don't think it would be as good in terms of like being really lightweight and packable. Um, it's okay. not particularly bulky, but it is designed to be um, to be um, just quickly worn. We find this, this really came out of a request of you know people if their dog gets really wet and then they um, want to put it in you know, either when they get home or if they're putting it in their car uh, they, they like having something that will help kind of just dry them out um, I, it's worth taking a look at um, but I think that's a really good comment uh, and that is actually something I'll, I will make a note of here because uh, that could be something that um, might be of interest to our design team to, to think about because I, I think you. that this is a problem is pretty pretty uh, common with any dog owner. Um, Mark, could you tell us a little bit about the any harnesses you have for dogs who are in vehicles? To keep them yes. Going? Yeah, we actually have one um, specialized uh, version um, that we have, and we actually are just doing some redesign work on that. Uh, we'll have that new, but this is a uh, called the Load Up. So that's just a Load Up Dog Car Harness. Um, and this gets really interesting because this is something that not only, you know, has to work to secure a dog and work in uh, any vehicle, but, you know, has to be fully tested for, you know, um, safety standards, uh, which, it, which it does have. So um, you can go um, read more of the load up uh, on roughwear.com, but we are going to be having um, more inventory uh, of this redesign coming in. Uh, that's actually mid-summer, but basically what this does is it's wearable for your dog and has a uh, tethering uh, attachment, so it actually integrates with uh, any vehicle seat belt. Uh, it's a great safety feature. Uh, it works really well. This is Donna. If we have um, additional questions after this, is there any way that we can reach out to you through Ruffer? 
Yeah, absolutely. You can just reach me. Uh, the best place to reach me is Mark, just M-A-R-K, uh, at roughware.com. That's my direct uh, email address. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. And and now please, uh, please go ahead with your question. Thank you. I'm interested in the audio beacon. Um, is that something you could place maybe inside a mailbox or your back stoop so that when you were walking around um, it would indicate a, a beeping noise that you're close to your house? No. It, you know, no. it wouldn't work like that because it's meant to just, uh, the, so the audible function is just for uh, use of the actual uh, beacon itself. So I don't think it would be able to be set to, to do a location um, function like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. But it's it's really nice because you can always it's it has a rechargeable battery, if I'm not mistaken, and it if you have don't have light perception, you can always know if your uh, light is off or on, and it can really help to have um, lighting to be more visible at night to drivers and, and uh, bicyclists. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, it's, a, it's a very, very handy item to have. Uh, and one, again, I, it's probably one of my main recommendations for any uh, dog owner to, to, to have. Son, um, I, if somebody said you have a lot of boots, and um, I know we're out of the snow and salt season, but my girl has very tender feet, and she does not like gravel. Um, so, do you have a, a good descriptions of the boost? I mean, are on the website are there descriptions that are, you know, that we can read? The name of the boost that I would suggest is called the Grip Trex. So that's G R I P T R E X. Okay. Um, and you will get a full. Um, Full set of descriptions uh, of what the boots uh, features are, but basically it's a it's a breathable upper with a uh, very nice durable rubber outsole. It's actually a Vibram non-marking rubber outsole. Um, Vibram's a very very good, well uh, established um, outdoor footwear like okay. uh, rubber manufacturer. Uh, it's a hook and loop Velcro closure, um, very okay. easy to use, and we also include a full. Um, Sizing information because that's a oh, big, uh, big okay. part of fitting them correctly. So yeah, yeah you can find lots of information. And, and again, if there's anything, um, if you review that and you're unsure, you can always feel free to reach out to me, and I'll be happy to help you as best I can. And these are pretty slim fitting, right? They're not pretty yes. slim fit. Okay, good. Okay, They're not super bulky. Uh, yeah, I think that's yeah. One. I mean, we do find depending on the dog I mean it, it takes a little bit of getting used to particularly yeah, for the first yeah. time right, uh, right but we do we do find a pretty good success rate with uh, dogs being able to adapt to these okay thank you Mark would you just give your email information one more time and perhaps just spell it out even though we we know how it's spelled but go ahead and spell it so that everybody can be sure that they're yeah of course uh, I'd be happy to. So it's just Mark, M-A-R-K, uh, at Roughwear, uh, that's R-U-F-S-W-E-A-R.com. And if you uh, email um, me there, that'll come directly to me, um, especially if you just, you know, 
remind me that um, you were attendance of this phone call. Um, I'll make sure to get back to you. I usually try and make sure I answer all of my emails within uh, 24 hours. So um, I'll be happy to assist you. And really, again, I, I do mean um, that, you know, I, I love hearing from, from users about um, anything that, you know, are, you know, whether it's ideas of something that could make something better or maybe something that um, isn't out there that you think would be helpful. Um, please feel free to, to reach out. We really appreciate your coming tonight to present and taking time off out of your evening. Um, and you've really given us a whole lot of really useful information, Mark. Thank you so much for coming, and thanks to everyone who, um, from across the country and across the world, the world, tuned in. Wow, we really uh, appreciate it, and, and don't don't hesitate to email Mark with any product questions. And um, I think I know he will be very very glad to help. By the way, I have found the Roughware website very accessible. I have not had any accessibility problems looking through it. So that no, and they have a very nice mailing list as well. Mm. So you can get on their mailing list, and it's got really fun stuff on there. Mm. Well, I really appreciate, uh, you know, Terry, you for arranging this. Thank you again so much. And, and for everybody here, uh, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate um all of you also making the time and to, to connect with me. Um, this is a role I'm really excited to be in. Um, I really have have a, a lot of fun uh, every day um, working with all these different uh, organizations and schools. Great. It's been a really, really grateful for me. Um, and I do really want to try and make sure that I'm helping out people as much as I possibly can. So I really do appreciate the time, and thank you so much. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind, or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.